You know, if you think about it, our podcast is anthological because we do a different TV show every episode. I mean, it's a weird way to go about it, but sure. And for today's episode, we discuss the spinoff to the anthology series American Horror Story, American Horror Stories. The key difference being that the spinoff doesn't retain the same storyline past one or two episodes. The segments are self-contained, like a Black Mirror episode or Into the Dark or Solos. This marks the second Ryan Murphy show that we reviewed after Ratched. I referred to him as a TV titan back then because he had signed a $300 million Netflix deal, and his shows are certainly successful, from Glee to Pose to Feud, but the critics often say that he puts style over substance. Drive-In, the third episode of this first season, written by none other than Manny Cotto, the man who penned the finales to Lost, Dexter, Game of Thrones, and The Sopranos. <laughs> so all no, these, I was, I obviously just... not. No, he just penned the, De- the Dexter finale. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would I get was, that a little sooner. I mean, <laughs> All right. It's Friday the 23rd. Rocks are melting outside. The ocean's on fire. We're nowhere close to Halloween, but none of that matters because we're talking supernatural horror. So this involves a lot of teenagers, right? Yeah. Doing I mean, teenage things. Basically, yeah. I getting mean, murdered. <laughs> getting murdered and turning into zombies and eating each other. Was everyone who attended the drive-in a uh, teenager? Well, the main characters were not everyone, though. Because, like, this drive-in was filled. Like, this was... Basically, the plot is about a film called Rabbit Rabbit yes. that, in 1986, turned everyone crazy. And at least six people died. And then it, the audience turned into, like, cannibals and started eating other people's body parts. However, it's called an urban legend even though the fact that there's obvious proof of it. In fact, there's even a protester outside of the drive-in being like, don't see this film. I was there in the original when it was shown and people were crazy and killing each other. My boyfriend ate my eye. <laughs> it's a girl? Yeah, it's a girl. Okay. And so basically, uh, Chad and Kelly, they are a couple. They're a teen couple. Chad really wants to have sex with her. And in the end, she Why? doesn't... No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> But they get in a fight, and Chad's like, we've been together six months, just accept it. And she's like, no, and they leave. And basically, in order to make up for this little fight that they had, Chad and his friends Quinn, and I don't even think we get It's weird, because the episode description just says two virgins who want to have sex. It doesn't yeah. even really talk about the fact that Kelly's like, no, 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 no. Well, a good, like, portion of this takes place at the drive-in. Basically, Chad makes up with Kelly and is like, to make up, let's just go to this drive-in, and we'll have a fun time for this film that is supposedly supposed to turn what people crazy. What sort of car does Chad drive? I don't know, but basically, it really doesn't matter, because the thing that's going to happen in that car is Chad and Kelly are going to have sex during the movie. That's that's basically the main plot. But as the movie is So Kelly just, shown, like, completely gives in. Yeah, Kelly's like, you know what, I might just be actually afraid to do it, and we're finally going to do it in this car and as the very film uncomfortable starts, and cramped and like hot yeah. i would assume is it the middle of summer there yeah I, I think so because like the the windows start fogging up and as the film starts playing it like everyone starts seeing it and starts going crazy in fact we see them have, have sex no they start seeing the rabbit rabbit film like the, it takes one second for these people to watch this film and suddenly everybody gets bloody noses their eyes start turning bloodshot Robots. red a little bit, and then it just turns into the fact that they all turn into zombies. In fact, uh, Chad, his friend Quinn, is to the side of him, and he's getting head by this other guy. And as the film is going on, suddenly that guy's dick gets like chewed off. Basically, reminded me of Twenty One Jump Street. Like it, it just turns. It absolutely- so it's funny. 
Yeah, it's supposed to be. This okay. episode is actually really not supposed to be taken seriously, and I don't know if that's what the whole film. Uh, well, it was directed was by the person like... who did the Blair Witch Project. Oh, well, that's that's a strange <laughs> comparison because the Blair Witch Project is supposed to be like real. This is a well, I was just saying, is it like found footage a little bit or not? No, not even, not okay. even a little bit. Um, Are there a lot of lights, a lot of colors? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Murphy for you. Okay, when when they're out there, yeah, driving like. And you said the name of the movie that they were watching that made them go crazy. Rabbit, rabbit, and that's because at the beginning of every single month, whenever someone wants to get good luck for them for the next thirty days, they have to tell people rabbit, rabbit. But I thought it was rabbits, rabbits, rabbits because in fifth. So grade, you have heard about this. In fifth grade, we were supposed to do that as like a, a, to everyone in class. We were it's a very to get superstitious thing. It's existed for like millennium. Like yeah. it, rabbits have always been a symbol of like good fortune. You have rabbit feet. Um, but yeah, this rabbits, rabbits, rabbits thing people have done where if you wake up at the beginning of each month, the first thing you're supposed to say is some version of rabbit yeah, you're supposed or to white try- rabbit or something like that. In, in and our- people who've done that like are famous. Like Sarah Jessica Parker does it. <laughs> um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt did it. <laughs> President Franklin. But right. it was the first time I'd heard about it. You'd heard about it before. Yes, in fifth grade we had to do it. We, it was like a competition. You tried to say it before the other person did. But really you don't think. say it to other people. We did. <laughs> it's rabbits, rabbits, rabbits. That was how I know. But okay. here it's rabbit rabbit. It led me on a goose chase because when I first found about the FDR thing, I was like, is that true? So I started looking up and it led me to find out that Jimmy Carter was once attacked by a rabbit <laughs> and no one believed him. So he was out on the White House boat or oh, something so this is in the like... middle of his pond and a rabbit comes, it was being hunted or something and it jumps in the water and starts swimming at him, like gnarling at him <laughs> and trying to get onto the boat and he has to like splash it away. And then he comes back and he's like, guys guys this is what just happened and they're like no no no, that that didn't happen but then there was a white house photographer who took a photo of it so it was proven to be true so and then it was released as like a front page news for everyone to see this was around the time well all the republicans tried to say oh well this shows that he's a coward because he couldn't fight a rabbit (laughs) and but it happened at the time that monty python and the holy grail came out and there was that rabbit with the rabbit scene and so everybody from the democrat side was like hey this shows that he beat that rabbit (laughs) (laughs) and so it became a whole huge deal that jimmy carter fought back the killing rabbit politics at its core i guess yeah so yeah rabbit 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 is supposed to be a good thing however this movie and this take on it is supposed to be and this director is absolutely crazy larry bitterman who apparently attacked al gore's wife because played by john carroll lynch this guy's an underrated actor he's one of my favorites yeah he's been in uh the walking dead the americans channel zero uh like a ton of different things as well yeah he's like the next jk simmons they actually go to the same barber Wait, are you serious? No, yeah, he's, he's bold. I was like, <laughs> what are you? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a little while to get that. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, no, Larry Bitterman's this crazy guy. When uh, Al Gore's wife told him, you know what, we're just going to destroy, destroy all copies of these films back in the 80s because it's turning people crazy. He straight up jumps over the bench and starts attacking her and throwing her against, like, the wall. And Excellent everything. actor. <laughs> Just, just phenomenal. <laughs> but, but the point is the gravitas. <laughs> the point is the strangulation scenes are, well, are legendary. Well, let me tell you, the first ten minutes, I was like, "What is this? This looks awful." Like you're telling me there's this film that's turning people crazy, and suddenly a ton of teens are just going to go see it. And I, I was like, this, "Teens that are having sex." Teens that, yeah, want to have sex and just are apparently incredibly horny. And then once the well, like, I think it's actually that Ryan Murphy's probably the horny one. Well, uh, when the zombies actually show up, that's when the the show really got to me because i was like okay this is actually pretty good you had people like breaking through the windows of chad and kelly as they're having sex kelly having to jump in the front seat and start driving in fact 
um, the person that was giving head to Quinn ends up jumping on the car because he's a zombie now. Have you heard of YouTuber um, Ben J. Pierce? Because that, that was supposed I've to be one of them. It. And uh, I huh. think it might have been Quinn. It might, yeah, it might have been. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, then basically Kelly can't see anything because the zombies don't care about glass. They're like trying to smash their heads against the car frame and crash into this we wall. Are sure they just didn't do bath salts before they went to... <laughs> They're, actually, one of the, the urban legend about everyone dying, uh, they were saying that the soda machine might have been spiked with shrooms. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a ton of different conspiracies, but no, once we see that the film actually starts, yeah, it's rapid. So, the rabbit. only people who remain, like, really sa- okay. sentient or, like, sane are those that were having sex. So, instead yeah, and of the expression the sex kills, it's actually sex saves. Yeah, and it, because they weren't actually seeing the film. In fact, we even uh, get two people that worked at the movie theater, and one of them, like, is watching from the projection booth and starting to kill the protester who tried to cut the power. So, we see that the protester was right all along. Why was the protester, like, after the f- film started, why did they stick around? You know, like, maybe I was wrong this whole they time. Were try- <laughs> they were trying to cut the power because before the film started, there was, like, trailers. There was, like, a refreshments thing where, you know, the and they movie didn't think song. To, like, call a bomb threat or like something, something. They, they were trying to alert people but everyone was like this person's crazy anyways yeah. by like halfway through chad and kelly are able to make it to the projection booth there's like everyone dying outside there are zombies climbing at the outdoors and they're not really sure what to do until chad basically falls asleep <laughs> like he just because fall- he's tired <laughs> yeah basically they've locked the doors and there's nowhere else to go and when chad wakes up kelly's like i let you sleep uh they basically went away and now they're like wreaking havoc on the town so mm-hmm. that's when but can I, they repopulate now that like are they like the bird box ones where they just need to sh- look in their eyeballs or something no 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 they actually can't they just kill people i think so it, assuming the military would come in there and just take national guard would take them out right yeah because like when chad and kelly end up leaving it turns out that quinn what he, i'm saying is that the, unless the film is dispersed it's not that big of a deal right yeah but the but the problem is is that even though this is supposed to be a one-time event mm-hmm. um one of uh chad's friends told them they're going to have another screening tomorrow at this different place apparently it was on 4chan and so so they were like oh okay but Did the kids come off like real kids in this i mean no not really except right. for chad and kelly uh, until the Did end your friends talk about 4chan a lot when you were in high school no 4chan was a place that we were told just never go on to by who by everyone. In fact, okay. my college professor was like, this random tab is the reason why 4chan has Is that the has college its professor name. you had who didn't know what Netflix and chill meant? No, that was my sophomore year. That was a different one. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> so, Chad and Kelly, they end up leaving the projection booth, and Quinn has turned himself into one of the people, and Chad's trying to talk and be like, remember me? I'm one of your best friends. And as Quinn, like, runs towards him, Chad has a pair of scissors. Did the and... zombie do that thing where it, like, kind of cocks its head, and you're yeah. like, oh, for a second, yeah. does it recognize yeah, him? Yeah, because Chad, Chad was even like, yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and then Quinn, like, runs towards him, and Chad stabs him with a pair of scissors. Now, this is the kid's genius's plan. They, they figure out that really who must have brought the projection over must have gotten it from the actual director mm-hmm. and since the director is the one that's handing out the copies they know his address so they're going to go to the director and kill him john that, carroll lynch yeah john carroll lynch they're gonna lynch him it was it was ridiculous because it's like i feel like the director would a show up to the screening because it's his masterpiece no way but, he knows what's gonna happen but also b he wants to see the world burn you basically. think you think that probably news reports would either be there at the screening or they would be at his house once it turns out that all hell is broken loose like mm-hmm. it's it would not just be easy enough for these kids to pull up to this trailer park and just like suddenly him be there all alone with like no one else surrounding the thing and he's watching the have it go 
on TV because he's seeing all the people going crazy. You would have thought someone else would have tracked him down by now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even if it wasn't like a, a big media source, even if it's just someone else. But the point is, is that, yeah, Kelly and Chad break into his trailer park and they're like, hey, like we were there at the screening. And then he's like, well, then why haven't you guys turned? And then he figures it out. And he's like, you guys weren't even paying attention. John Carroll Lynch does a great job on this thing because he's really, really funny throughout the whole entire time. <laughs> And apparently yeah. he's, <laughs> apparently I think he worked on The Exorcist. He was really mad The Exorcist didn't win Best Picture. And I think this is true because there are two frames that William Friedkin worked on where he put a demon inside yeah. like Real Six. And uh, and apparently it made people turn crazy. People went into labor. It, it, it didn't <laughs> send them into labor, but it did make them have seizures and stuff. Well, like, yeah. Or, John, or feel nauseous. John Carroll Lynch said that like two ladies actually went into labor when they saw the film. Yeah, but they're so. they're heightening it. Right. And, yeah. and, and and William Freaking, if you know anything about The Exorcist, you know and that they gave birth to the Antichrist. Like, it, it, yeah, he's obviously well, making. Well, you know that like if The Exorcist was a haunted production and William Freaking did some horrid things on that production, so I was like, yeah, that probably the stuff that he said is actually true and so because of that he was like i wanted to be a great director so what i did was i studied how what turns people crazy and then i made rabbit rabbit and apparently it like cuts to a flashback of him going in to see what his editor is working on and his editor is like cutting off her own fingers and like he did an interview crazy. after this and said like who he based the character off of and he said it was the guy who made the birdemic thing oh okay no, birdemic. no i was i was gonna say birdemic <laughs> shock and terror that actually that, that makes sense because <laughs> the stuff that I've heard about that film. But in the end, when it comes down to it all, Chad and Kelly shoot him in the leg. They're like, you're crazy. Why would you do this? And they, they shoot him. Yes. And then they're like, we also know that, um, because he's talking about how much stuff he spliced into Rabbit Rabbit, they're like, we also know that the film is here because the copy that they had at the screening didn't have any splices. And he's like, yeah, fine. After a little bit of coercing, it's in that box over there. Mm -hmm. So what they do is they take the film, real and they go to the kitchen and they burn it causing the whole entire trailer to start burning okay well that wasn't very well thought out of well like, they, they could have taken it and then like destroyed it a different way i think but... well no they wanted to kill him that was the whole point so this oh, is where right. this is where this episode if you didn't think it was already crazy enough turns even crazier and when i was like okay this is a complete comedy they're not wanting to take this serious at all because chad did you Kelly... give this episode like it sounds like you really liked it well, again, the first 10 minutes wasn't a big fan. After that, I was like on for the ride. So like seven and a half to eight. Okay. Uh, I, th I think I found the one in a million episode that they're going to do that's really not supposed to be taken seriously at all because Chad and Kelly walk out of this trailer in slow-mo as this trailer park so it's like is a make filled with episode. fire. Yeah, a little bit. And you have... You have John Carroll Lynch basically being like, hey, hey, I'm going to be out there with the greatest directors like Nolan and Kubrick <laughs> and as, as this trailer is burning down and it cuts to Chad and Kelly walking in slow-mo like five times. Yes. And then, and then the trailer blows up mm -hmm. and a huge pop song, incredibly loud, starts playing. What pop song? I don't even know. It's just like... It's, we can't mention it for copyright, <laughs> copyright reasons. <laughs> The next scene you see, Chad and Kelly start having sex, and then they pan over to the computer 
somehow rabbit rabbit has made its way onto netflix they didn't even try to explain that they pan over to the city which is funny because this isn't distributed on netflix this is like a hulu show (laughs) (laughs) so it was supposed to be like a knock or a middle finger to netflix so when they pan over to the city explosions start going off yeah and it ends it reminded me well okay it reminded me of that paul walker film what was it drive crazy or something like that where the ending just the it reminds me of truth or dare because it's like in the end the thing wins or or yeah evil it was it was crazy what happened in like the last 10 minutes i was like there's a theory out there because every season of american horror story deals with one big storyline you have murder house uh, asylum uh coven freak show hotel roanoke cult apocalypse so on and so forth people guess that this may have been the beginnings of apocalypse I mean, <laughs> because, because well, yeah, it would no. explain how everything went to shit. I feel bad for the person who was in Europe or some other place and got a VPN wine to see what the U.S. watched and ended up watching Rabbit Rabbit and making it like whatever happened go on over there. It was a crazy episode and definitely not what I was expecting when I was tuning in. But yeah, no, I did enjoy the episode. But this did is... you have a favorite character besides John Carroll Lynch? I mean, between the two mains, I mean, the two mains are fine. I didn't really have one that I liked over the other, but yeah, you're you're along with them for the ride. It just turned crazy, though. This has definitely <laughs> been received better than the first two episodes, which came out, and they both deal dealt with. Uh, I think it was called Rubber Woman, mm-hmm. um, a play on the Rubber Man from the original Murder House American Horror Story. People did not like that episode. It was pretty panned. Mm-hmm. Fans alike, and also like its score on IMDb very low. This one had more of a mixed response. It seemed like a lot of people were like, uh, "Yeah, he's coming back. This is this is what we wanted to well, see the whole time." Well, here's well at the, the thing. same time, there were some who are still like, "Hey, this could be better." Here's the thing: by no means is this a great episode, but it's not give a fuck attitude. I think it really helped with it, especially when it just keeps on ramping up and ramping up and ramping up. I think that's probably why I enjoyed it so much. But I don't think that if the, like every single episode was like this, you'd probably get exhausted after a certain while and be like, "Oh, I get it." So I'm probably not going to watch the series, but I definitely enjoyed the episode. How about the side characters? Anything happened to them that after they died? That's basically it. So the only survivors at the end were those two. Yeah, we're Chad and Kelly, and who knows how long they're going and to survive. And how quickly after. would they have had it? Because they went directly home to get to have sex, right? Right. Yeah. And it was already on Netflix. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know how they got it because they destroyed the final copy. They destroyed the copy that was there as well when they were in the projection booth. So I don't know. So this Betterman guy <laughs> definitely is more infamous by the end of the episode then he is up there with no one i mean he ended the world with his film apparently so yeah were you at all curious what rabbit rabbit was about because like i heard bob ross was in this was he in that no no bob ross is actually the first thing you see in fact they bring up asmr which is the second show in a row row. i'm doing that on purpose i'm setting you up with shows where you just have to listen to people well they actually didn't say asmr this time they did they like auto whatever it stands for but yeah bob ross is the first thing you see and then rabbit rabbit you see like the beginning titles card and then you hear screams in the back and at one point you see like the bottom half of a screen and it's like gore something but you don't actually it would have been funny if it was like a netflix original like that they were showing (laughs) at the The actual american horror story has been delayed because of covid um so that's the reason why they made well the production's been delayed i think no no no. um i think in august they're actually we actually talked about this show when we did ratchet it was the game and i asked you what the sequel show or the spinoff show was going to be called i don't even remember you missed it yeah you got it yeah i did like a synonym one and i think you guessed that (laughs) Yeah, so no, compared it, to Ratchet, <laughs> since this is the second compared, one. Yeah, no, this is this is better than Ratchet, but 
again, if, if every single episode was like this, I'd be like, oh, no, I cannot handle the amount of craziness that they're going with. Is it like Into the Dark in that way? Where Yes, yes, actually. The the good ones, like the one, the April Fool's one, that is a good comparison to this because, again, it just kind of ramps it up more and more to the is fact... Is there a feminist message in it, you think? No, not really. I okay. mean, Kelly does shoot him in the leg, but, okay. and they do kill him, but I don't think it's any feminist message. But Chad doesn't die for, like, pushing sex onto her. Or no, no. Okay. Nothing like that. So, yeah, I mean, in the end, I liked it because of how crazy it got and hey it exceeded my expectations in that respect so great all right well thanks for telling us and we'll see you on the next episode bye bye